0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw on Order, or uh, you're grounded. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order of the Fantasy Booking Institute, your weekly stop for pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I'll tell you what
1: happened. I, I typed what happened in the in the wrong spot instead of in our private chat. That's what that's what happened.
0: It's okay. What happened was I went live and then realized we were only live on Facebook not on the other uh channel platforms. platforms. Not on so. not
1: on the primary platform and or yep, the other not secondary on platform Twitch or
0: YouTube. So I had to restart the countdown and go live on those other. It did mean I figured out a feature of StreamYard that allows you to actually edit that and change that on the fly. I didn't have to completely exit out of the
1: Ooh, so if we wanted to do, like, a a Twitch exclusive stream at the end, we could shut off the other two and just... Theoretically. Continue. Go catch us on Twitch, and then we'll just be asked, like a post-show.
0: I guess, theoretically, I'd just do this, and then I'd just uncheck those, and then... Quite possibly. Maybe. Who knows? We might start doing that. Someday. Yeah. Probably not. Sunday? Sunday? Someday. Oh, but okay. Um, J O B cannot be here today because he is stuck at work. I think that's more important. Bear. Yeah, lots of moose to corral up in Canada. In Canada, don't you know. no know? J- oh, J G Z. I tell you moose. what, I. uh.
1: I, nothing prepares me for talking with JLB. Like watching, uh, like watching, uh, uh, what the hell's it called? Letter uh, K. Oh, the show's so funny,
0: so funny. Pitter patter, let's get at her. Pitter patter, here we go. But anywho's um. Jeez. Before we get the into the fantasy booking, this is the point where I always make sure to point out we're part of the an order part of Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, so when the show's over, you can head down to the doobly-doos. You can click that link for tatnusco.com, head on over there and see what other shows are on the network. Let them know that we sent you, and then come back here for our next show. We go live usually every Sunday night and Tuesday night at 1030 Central. Um, I have to say usually because last week we missed the Fantasy Booking Institute. Uh, because I was sick, and D.A. Fab had um an emergency come up, and uh J.L.B. wasn't about to just stand here and challenge himself. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna book uh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna book an all Quebec um pay per view. It's gonna be the Quebecers versus um.
1: I, I think that's only one of the Quebecers. I think it's just P.C.O.
0: Versus um, um versus 2.0 and the man, man. And, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have
1: a question before we get too far into this and talk about that and all that stuff. Um, as I as I close myself, my camera off. What's the guy with the vest and the and the coat hanging over his shoulder behind you here?
0: Over there. Yeah, right there. That is Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. And I would say Vampiro's closer to the crow than Sting Crow
0: Sting was.
1: Cause I see your crow figurines and I
0: thought they were vampiro figurines back there. Well, remember there was that vampiro versus crow sting. Feud towards the NWCW. Mm, that one was not good. Yeah, it was a little rough.
1: That was actually Vampiro's worst feud in, in WCW, at least.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say he's had some worse, but um, but anyways, well, we'll get into the fantasy booking, and you know what. I, I think I'm going to go ahead. And normally, I open this up to see if, if you want to go first. Um, but I think I'm going to start first this time. Because I got okay. I got the fantasy booking challenge I want. And this is really going to be more just a, a conversation, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Um, because the big news since last time we had this uh, was that Triple H is no longer going to be uh, fit for in-ring competition. Oh, uh, so
1: you're asking me who I would retire.
0: Um, no. Oh, no. Damn. My 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 th- thoughts are we I, I want to at least honor what he did in the ring, and let's talk about uh Triple H matches and or feuds that we did not get. Um and, that and we didn't get or that didn't live up. That we didn't get. But because we got a sting one and that significantly did not live up. No. Um, and and that's where where I say feuds or matches. Because you know, at the same point, we had we got matches between like Diesel and Triple H. Right. Uh, but we didn't really get a Kevin Nash versus Triple H. Yeah, we got matches between Diesel and Hunter Hearst
1: mm-hmm. the Connecticut Blue Blood.
0: Yeah. And so, um, but we never really got a feud between them. We never really got, you know, big matches. But there were a lot of people that we never truly got matches between. <coughs> um, and there are people active today that were not active in the prime Triple H period that we could wish that we got matches with. So give me an example of a few programs with Triple H that you would wish you could have seen.
1: Well, I wish I could have seen a good, a good Sting program with him. But I think there's a lot you can do with Sting there. Um In terms of today, a feud that I would love to have seen is a retirement feud with with Seth. Um, Yes, there were, I think there was a couple matches maybe, or a turn as Seth left left the, uh, the authority. Things of that sort. I just don't think we got a feud with Seth. And I would have loved to have seen a feud with Seth. Um... I really would have loved a great feud with, like, like a match he never had. I would have loved a feud with MJF. But more, more than I want that, I want the Miz MJF feud. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Is there is there something in particular? Maybe that'll spurn something inside of me. Well, I mean, Cody obviously, Cody's the one that, that we missed out on.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that's yeah, but potentially weeks. I mean, months really, because it would have to go back to prior to the accident, the the incident, the heart incident.
1: But and I'm not saying that we didn't get a Cody and Triple H match, that no, they didn't we didn't get a Cody Ray. and
0: Triple H feud. Yes, and more specifically, we didn't get a current Cody. Versus Triple H. Yes. You know, uh, there's been so much uh, talk over the last three years of Cody trying to be Triple H. You know, him breaking the throne, him doing the, you know, all that stuff. Right. That uh, what a perfect payoff it would have been for him to come back to. You know, uh, WWE and have a feud with with Triple H at that point. We know that's not going to happen now. Um, but that would have been really cool if it, it could have happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just from an in-ring work, here's the deal is um, I don't think anyone out there will really argue that Triple H was the best in-ring, Um, but he was one of the best with in-ring psychology yeah. uh like telling a story through the matches, right? Um and he was a really good storyteller just in general. Um and so a, a Triple H versus like Omega match would have, been fun. Yeah. would have been tons of fun. You know? Um and that's something we never got to see for lots of reasons, including Kenny Omega never going to WWE. Um but that could have been a lot of fun. Um, I truly think a, a match, especially if it would have happened like five years ago, four years ago, uh, Kazuchika Kata versus Triple H could have been absolutely fire. Um, Kazuchika Kata can pull a good match out of a paper bag. But you give him someone who's got actual skill and, and knowledge and it would have been nuts. So... But, there's, you know, there's a lot of them. I, it would have been fun to see him wrestle some of the young and up-and-comers like a Jungle Boy or a Darby Allen
1: Or an Osprey. Or an Osprey.
0: Um,
1: I, I the, the struggle I have is a lot of that has to stem to what era of Triple H you're going to get. Um, we don't know what Osprey's going to be like in 20 years. But we know that Osprey 10 years ago was good, but it was a lot more flip to do stuff. And a lot less this just fucking badass heel shit that he does now.
0: Mm-hmm. And so it's it's hard to say that we were robbed out of good Triple H matches because I would
1: say the one we were robbed out of was a good, like I said, the good series with with uh, well a, a good series with CM Punk would have been nice
0: mm-hmm.
1: of one that was in his career. Um, and should have happened a good series, not a, not a politicized series. Um, a good series with, uh, AJ Styles should have happened, could have happened, didn't happen. Um, I don't remember a Triple H Moxley feud or, or Dean Ambrose feud, um, I'm sure there were matches, but mm-hmm. it was more Seth versus Dean at that point.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, to, to be perfectly honest, like we can even open it up a bit and a DX feud between DX and the Shield. And the Shield, yeah, could have been tons of fun to watch.
1: A Triple H Bray Wyatt in any of the capacities that was Bray Wyatt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. um and that would have been an easy setup, in fact. Well, this is my family and we don't take orders. Would have been yeah, all that would have happened. Like,
0: looks like uh the Shield and Triple H went against Bray Wyatt and the bar back in twenty seventeen at a house show. In fact it looks like it was a series of house show matches that they did. Yeah. But then they didn't Ever bring that, you know, because sometimes house show matches end up becoming like program matches and they didn't ever do that. I forgot about the non-sanctioned match at WrestleMania 33 between Seth Rollins and Triple H. Here's one. Uh, Chris Jericho, Finn Balor, and Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, Samojo, and Triple H. Finn Balor versus Triple H. Yeah. Yeah, especially relatively early in finn Balor's wwe run could have been a a good moment because triple h still would have been relevant yeah relatively in his prime i'm going to use the air quotes because prime is relative relative yeah um i forgot that triple h was the WWE World Heavyweight Champion going into WrestleMania 32.
1: Yeah, that's when he won the Royal Rumble. Roman took it off him.
0: I yep, forgot that. Um
1: I'm trying to think of ones that that were there. Like like we had the Dustin Rhodes Triple H feud. Um we had you know uh uh Stone Cold and The Rock and mm-hmm. Mankind and and Kane and, and Undertaker. All of those feuds existed. Um, was there really a good Kurt... There was a Kurt Angle feud, too. Kurt Angle, Brock, those have all happened. Cena. I think the big one of... In their prime that occurred, sort of, but didn't really, that should have been better and should have been more memorable would have been a CM Punk. That's the one that really, that that everybody missed out on. There was an HBK feud. There was a, all of those feuds existed. But you're right, Kevin Nash didn't, was Kevin Nash's prime.
0: No. Um, is, I was thinking the same with Razor Ramones. Yeah, uh, they faced off a, as Scott Hall once when it was uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Xbox versus uh, Triple H and um, Hbk. Um, was it Hbk? Now I gotta remember. I just went away from that page. It just happened one time. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, we said
1: we said there was a current feud with Triple H. What? No, it's no, H-
0: H- Hulk Hogan. No, and- I was talking
1: about JLB. Yeah.
0: Throwing in comments. Oh. Hanging out on the sidelines, having things <laughs> to say. Yeah, just barking at the sidelines. But yeah, Hulk Hogan and Triple H versus Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Xbox. It was at a house show. Um, but other than that, like Razor. Uh, I could make a joke about half seeing too, but I'm not going to.
1: Ah, yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, he did not consent to that
0: joke. He did not know. Um, he's yeah. gonna come up here and smack me. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Triple H did go against Razor Ramon a few times, but that was when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and it was pre, of course, pre NWO Razor. Um, so. You know, it would have been nice to have seen that later on in his career when he was not effectively a jobber. Um, Because that's that's the thing a lot of people like. I'm not going to use this to try to take away from Triple H's career uh, uh, because he had a phenomenal career, but people like to think uh, Triple H uh, like ran the 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 attitude era. When, during the Attitude Era, at least the majority of the Attitude Era, Triple H was, uh, at best, the icy champ who pointed at his dick a lot. You know? It wasn't until the Ruthless Aggression Era that came along that Triple H really became main event.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had a couple title wins, but it was during Attitude. But you're right, he he was more main event after that.
0: Mm Um. And so do, do, do. um back here. But, but so I just you know I think it, it's it's tough to say with with a person who wrestled uh 1973 documented matches it's tough to say that there were matches that we got robbed out of Um, But there definitely were feuds. Well, I mean, we didn't
1: get we didn't get an Eddie feud. No. We we really didn't get a Chris Benoit feud. We had an Orton Chris Benoit feud. We had a Chris Benoit match. We didn't get a feud. Um, We did get Chris Jericho. We didn't get a Dean Malenko feud. Yeah, maybe in WCW we did. But that was that was really before trips was the trips, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, up up until two thousand. You know, okay, in ninety nine, uh right at the end of the year he won uh the WWF Heavyweight Championship for the first time. Uh, prior to that, through the majority of what you would call the attitude era, intercontinental champion, European intercontinental. champion, European champion, and then intercontinental champion again twice. It wasn't until the, the, the ending days of the, uh, the attitude era and the beginning days of ruthless aggression that he really became main event or world heavyweight champion. Um, And then he went back and did Intercontinental Championship a couple times, and then Tag Champion, and then in 2002, uh, undisputed World Heavyweight Champion. We never really got a Miz feud from him. Not really. But I don't know, that's that's the main thing I wanted to kind of talk about was just, you know, uh, what sort of matches that we wished we could have gotten out of Triple H. Um, you know, or, 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 or storylines. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people in AEW. I wished I could have seen wrestle Triple H, especially prime Triple H in that 2002 to 2006 era. You know what I mean? When he had that run of, of undisputed heavyweight champion, intercontinental champion, heavyweight, 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 heavyweight. You know what I mean? Uh, there, there are a lot of people at AEW. I would have loved to have seen him, him have a run with. Um, Prime being, like I said, probably Kenny Omega. Um, but you know, like you said, Osprey would have been tons of fun. Kazuchika Kakata would have been tons of fun. Uh, in in New Japan, Tetsuya Naito would have been a lot of fun. But even even just in in, uh, you know, like you said, Sting, you know, we never truly got a, 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 it. They were building to more with Sting prior to his injury. Um, fucking okay. Seth. <clears throat> yeah, fucking Seth. I would have loved fucking to have Seth. seen a, a you know, good feud with Seth, like you said. Um, um, and I think I, I do think that that kind of held Seth back a bit. Um, Excuse me, I got to open my new soda. Ooh, what
1: do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? It
0: is Jones' special edition cherry ice. Icy
1: soda. Um, So if you freeze it, it'll pop the cap off in your freezer and make a mess.
0: Yes, it will do that. According to this, I'm supposed to call a friend. It doesn't, it's hard to read it. It says call a friend it's all, in there. Sorry, right, I got my phone. So um, I'm going to have to leave and I'll uh, talk to you guys later.
1: Yeah. Hey, Smarks, what's up, bud? I
0: and, didn't and say I was calling you. Because I'm already on the line with you. I,
1: I, I did not silly. consent to that joke. Silly. All right. <laughs> so. Um, Other feuds, I I think there's more. I think we're missing something big. And I just don't know what we're missing. Is it... Is it... uh, Is it not fucking off the Goldberg feud? Is it...
0: I don't know. I think it's interesting. If you go to Cage Match and you click on Triple H and the Feuds tab, it switches to German. Which makes me wonder if cage match isn't actually based out of Germany. Uh, no, that's
1: just a that's just a uh, what are those things called? VPN.
0: No, because I'm not on a VPN. Actually, at the bottom, if you look, it says the website uses cookies since we're based in Europe, we're forced to bother you with this information. All our information about cookies and data security can be found in our impressum. German only, so I'm betting they're in Germany. We um, have a we have a fan
1: sometimes co-host. Who says Triple H versus Edge? Do you remember a Triple H versus Edge feud? Um, I'm, I, I'm confident there were some. I just don't remember one.
0: I don't remember a specific Triple H versus Edge. Um, there was a Degeneration X versus Rated RKO, um, which isn't specifically uh, Triple H.
1: Oh, there were some. There were some big ones. There was a Triple H Edge Cena. Uh, there was Triple H versus Edge at Great American Bash two thousand
0: eight. Well, the, there are matches, but um, we're talking more feuds. And, there uh, are there are
1: several Triple H versus Edge. So yeah, you have to call several, that a feud.
0: several matches. But even if they're if, if they're spread out enough, they can be standoff matches. I'm looking at cage matches list here, and and uh, you know. Uh, that final feud was to give me what I want. Das Finale Capital's Weichen Triple H und Bautista
1: und Bautista. Mm-hmm.
0: Das Ende einer Ara Undertaker versus Triple H 2012.
1: You know what's funny? If we bring your significant other, JLB, and my significant other, my significant other, both on this podcast with each with us. We could have a total of four languages because he speaks a little bit of French. And you and I could scrape together a little bit of Spanish.
0: Dylensen Outlaws, Undertaker versus Triple H, 2011. Thron, Atake, Vom, Keltish, Kelch- Keltish, Krieger. Triple Ron Stronin? Shry- Sh- Seamus. We didn't have a Strowman. We did have a huge Sheamus feud. I do rec- recall that. Die unerfüllte Mission DX versus Jerry Show. Jerry Show. Die Vendetta der Viper Orton versus McMahon Helmsley. Okay, seriously, knock it the fuck off. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what it's saying if if I'm not reading the German because it's literally oh. just in German. There's okay. No English option for it. Das You don't have der, to keep doing it. Der Griff knackt dem Hardy versus <laughs> Triple H versus Kozlov. Vladimir Kozlov. Von Reisen und Glasscherben. If if you're, H H if you're a WWE performer,
1: if you're a WWE performer, how do you feel when they saddle you with foreign dude? Yeah. Any job
0: that's foreign dude. Yeah, you're automatic I mean uh, anytime anytime your nationality becomes part of your gimmick character. You you immediately know you're gonna be saddled with evil foreigner. That's oh, that's fuck. gonna be your whole gimmick, right? And so it's like, oh, hey, we're gonna call you the Swiss Superman, the Swiss Cyborg. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. Mid card. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mid mid card villain. Okay. Okay. Got it. And we're gonna team you up with um, the, the Bulgarian brute. The Bulgarian brute or the Irish assassin. Oh. oh fuck. Okay. Okay. We're gonna be we're gonna be the bar, and we're gonna just be bad guys, All right? Jeff Hardy super odd dare I, I really wish I knew what that was saying, but so, yeah, so, uh, anyway, it's so a great Khali, age of Wharton versus nature boy versus Jeff Hardy versus Vince McMahon
1: versus Shane
0: and in the inner Zuvio. What is that? Oh. JBL.
1: I think he had a JBL feud.
0: Party one was Triple H and Jerry Lawler. Party two was King Booker. King Booker.
1: King Um, Booker!
0: He actually
1: got got Triple H to uh, crack once doing that.
0: DX versus Rated RKO. I mentioned that one. Suck it, Vince. Versus... This D day, Ruckers, Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, Kenny, Johnny, Mickey, Nikki, Mitch, Jonathan Coachman, Oh, the, the,
1: the, yeah, the, yeah, those things, those guys, the, mother,
0: Alejandro Estrada and the Big Show. Evolution und Counter Evolution, Orton versus Triple H. Michaels versus Triple H. De- oh, I, I like this one even though I know exactly what it says. Der Crippler erklimpt den Olymp. The Crippler versus the Olympian. Krangle. Which was Crispin versus Triple H versus
1: Kurt
0: uh, Apparently not. It's Shawn Michaels according to this. That's the weirdest name, Dare Olymp. That's got to be Olympian, right? Nope. Nope, it wasn't. Ooh. 2003. We mentioned this. Uh, Triple H, Chris Jericho, and Ric Flair versus Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels. April through August of 2003. It featured. Uh, elimination chamber Triple H versus Chris Jericho Goldberg, Kevin Nash, Randy Orton, and Shawn Michaels. <coughs> Chris Jericho versus Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash versus Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels versus Orton and Flair. Triple H defeated Kevin Nash at Hell in a Cell in 2003, at Bad Blood 2003. Uh, yeah before they had hell in a cell as a pay-per-view anyway all right but as far as i know they never did a a full-on feud of edge versus triple h they were usually one-offs as far as i can tell so it would have been nice to have seen like a real solid edge program edge program the only problem is edge at his best was always heel edge And Triple H at his best best is always always
1: healed. Well, Triple H at his best is coming right off of an injury. Mm -hmm. That's when when he's the most enjoyable. But I would say the feud that, that we definitely missed the most was the CM Punk feud. That should have happened. People would have wanted it to happen. It did not happen. And it played out behind the scenes.
0: Let's see. What is Triple H's highest rated match according to the Wrestling Observer? I'm going to say four and a half
1: stars, HBK. Um,
0: Number one is the three stages of hell match. From WWF No Way Out 2001, Triple H versus Steve Austin. Fair enough, and that's rated at four and three quarter stars. It is, however, tied with three other matches: the Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho versus Steve Austin and Triple H. Uh, From. Mm -hmm. Raw is war number 417 in 2001. And Chris Benoit versus Shawn Michaels versus Triple H from WrestleMania 20 in 2004. And Undertaker versus Triple H in Hell in a Cell. At WrestleMania, was that twenty-eight? Had to do the math there. XXVIII.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: XVIII.
1: It's it's like you're reading German again.
0: Yeah. Uh, at four and a half stars, we had uh, two Cactus Jack versus Triple H matches. Those were good. That was a good feud. Uh, the Street Fight from Royal Rumble 2000 and the Hell in a Cell match from No Way Out 2000.
1: Specifically, the
0: Cactus Jack ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Triple H in The Last Man Standing also got four and a half stars. That was at WWF Fully Loaded 2000. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle versus Rikishi versus Steve Austin versus The Rock versus Undertaker versus Triple H. uh, In a Hell in a Cell match at Armageddon 2000, also got four and a half stars. Chris Benoit versus Shawn Michaels versus Triple H got four and a half stars. That was uh, Backlash 2004. Batista versus Triple H from 2005 in a Hell in a Cell match at WWE Vengeance. Are you noticing a pattern here? Um, 2004 was his uh, year. Well, of, of his top 10 highest rated matches, five of them are in Hell in a Cell. And one of them is in three stages of hell, which is still a cage match. Uh, and a couple of them are no holds barred or street fights or, you know, something like that. Uh, none of them are traditional one on one matches.
1: Mono imanos.
0: Now, I mean, that being said, you know, the big spectacle matches tend to be the ones that get uh, the most publicity in love. It's most spectacle, I should say. So um, that's there. Number 13, foreign and uh, Quarter Stars. Rock versus Triple H 98 at SummerSlam, 98 Highway to Hell on a ladder match. That one... I do remember, I think, and, uh, it's up there, get it, but yeah, I think, but that's, I, I think that goes with what I was saying. No one ever said that Triple H was the mat technician, um, his, his whole, his whole gimmick was the cerebral assassin, you know, that, uh. He wasn't going to out-wrestle you. He was going to out-think you. Yeah. Um, And I think he played into that very well because he didn't have to out-wrestle people. He was smart enough and he told a good story in the ring.
1: Well, and he was smart enough to get them in matches that would favor his constantly being in a faction. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We're going to miss him wrestling. Definitely. We're gonna love that he's still around.
0: Yes, we're gonna be happy. I, I, I can you imagine what the pop's gonna be the first time he actually appears on screen again? Whether it's as as a uh, mentor sort of character to someone coming out you know in, in a in a managerial sort of role, or whether it's as an authority figure. I mean, now's a really good time, you know, for him to become the heel authority figure. Uh, But the pop that's going to happen the first time he comes out? Crowd going... Yeah! And he can walk yes. to the ring and... <sighs> well, Do we have any cards him? to Oh, yeah, that's right. Nope, we're all done opening the cards. I still can't find any more.
1: I, uh... We can open this wonderful bag of Cheetos and see which ones look like wrestlers
0: in there. Uh, none of them are going to look like wrestlers. They're all going to look like smiles or sometimes frowns,
1: depending on how you use them. Yes. yes. Hashtag still not sponsored. We would we would pretend that they looked like wrestlers if they, if we had a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Mine's HBK. Anyway.
0: No. But, so, did you have a challenge for me?
1: Um, uh,
0: if not, I've got something else we could do. I
1: want you to fantasy book no, no wait, no hold on I want no, oh, that doesn't work. I got it. Ready? Okay. I want you to fantasy book Cody Rhodes as a work. So I want you to go against your grain and actually fantasy book it the way that you would enjoy it if it was a work. And everybody's been wrong this whole time. Because I've heard snippets. I've heard...
0: Well, that's what. What a cool uh, what,
1: way to put him in the title in the AEW title. And well, that's that's part of what I'm trying to ROH think of a, and... a way
0: that hasn't been already thrown out. The the oh he's gonna turn out to be the one running ROH or 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 whatever. And I you know if 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 they are gonna make it a work, um, which I'm I am to this point I'm now pretty certain it, it's it's. It, yeah, I don't think it's a work. I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm certain
1: this is real. If it, um, if it
0: were at work, uh, I would want it to be in a way that we didn't see coming. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, and so him him being the, the person in charge of Ring of Honor or, or something like that, uh, to me, seems a little bit too on the nose, too predictable. Right? So I'm trying to think of what would be a way that, that would be... Uh, not as predictable. Um. Something that could at least give a, a bit of a surprise to things. I must... Maybe this would work. Maybe this would work. Let's see if I can see if I can work this out here. I think this could work. Okay, so what you start off by doing is uh, I, th- there's no way I can I, there's no way I can book this right now since we know that it's a Cody Rhodes it's a work thing. There's no way I, I can explain this to to make it uh, a surprise in the end. So you're gonna know what it is. So I'm gonna start off at the beginning. I think you make him. The puppet master behind House of Black. Okay. Um, uh, which I think plays makes sense because when Alistair Black came in, his first feud was with Cody. Came in and immediately went after Cody and Arn Anderson, uh, took sure. him out, all this stuff. I think what you end up having it be, you have House of Black run rampant. Yeah, House of Black, uh, kayfabe injure people taking out some of the biggest stars in AEW, um, have them go after, uh, dark order and kayfabe injure a bunch of the top dark order people have them kayfabe injure, uh, the, the top of the elite, you know, uh, matt and nick jackson out with injuries due to house of black coming after him right um and in the end you have it you revealed you you would have uh alistair black in his speeches in his things start mentioning not specifically like he's taking orders from someone but like there's someone someone maybe above him you know what i mean um and, and in the end, it'd be revealed that it's Cody, that Cody's plan was he knew he, he uh, had made that arrangement that while he was with AEW, he couldn't go after the title. Um, uh, and he knew he had to set things up so that, so that the odds were in his favor. Um, so that was taking out the support system for Hangman Page, taking out anyone who might come to Hangman Page's uh, aid, potentially the Young Bucks. And also, uh, you know, have have a vignette of of House of Black, like uh, Kenny Omega's about to come back, you know, he's a big fanfare of him showing up tonight and then uh, have House of Black just attack him backstage and take him out and he's injured. And then eventually it's revealed that Cody Rhodes was behind House of Black, that he brought them in to be a wrecking ball and to destroy the upper card of AEW, to pave a path for him to come in and take his rightful space at the throne of AEW, um and so then you have him be the one who beats hangman um through heel tactics because again you have him come back in a work he's he's almost got to be a heel at this point because you've worked the crowd right yeah um so you have him be a heel you have him come back and and beat hangman uh through overwhelming numbers um and and then you literally have him uh sitting on the the shattered throne from the first AEW pay-per-view uh with the belt around it that 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 picture of him lit from behind all smoky He's sitting there with the belt over his shoulder, kind of leaning forward uh, on this shattered throne, now as the king of AEW. I think that's, that's a way that you could do this that wouldn't be super predictable. I mean, it still involves some of the predictable things of him using the, oh, I said I couldn't be the champion as long as I was with AEW, but now I'm not with AEW, so I can go after it sort of thing but it doesn't doesn't tread the predictable he's gonna run ring of honor he's gonna then come you know uh as the triumphant leader of aid of of ring of honor so on and so forth thing I think that's the best idea I have currently well that sucks no I'm just playing. it's actually a pretty good idea and because I think I you know and and I mean, in a way, it plays with the old cliche of uh, Eric Bischoff was powerbombed through a table in the early debuts of, of uh, NWO. And then later it was revealed that he was the brains behind it the whole time. This sort of thing. No one would expect Cody to be behind House of Black coming in because they were the first people he they targeted was Cody. Um but he run roughshod, and he took me out and that paved the way i don't know i think that might be the best idea i have
1: i don't hate it i'd like to see him show up still at uh at uh wrestlemania or the night after wrestlemania i'd like to see him show up and not sign the contract
0: well that's what i i thought it would have been really funny for him to show up at, at Royal Rumble. Um, but then in a total shoot move. In the middle of the Royal Rumble ring. Rather than fighting anyone. He just kneels down. Pulls out an AEW contract. Signs it. On WWE TV. Uh, on pay-per-view. And then eliminates himself and leaves. I thought that would have been a great way. If they wanted it to be a.
1: J- well, there you
0: go. JLB yeah, has JLB. a suggestion. J- JLB. First, JLB liked it. I want to point out that he thought that that could, could work, that it was good. So he thought that was a way, uh, JLB still thinks it is a work. So, um, uh, he also has the suggestion of us to book Seth's opponent at mania is with it, not being Cody, if we need time. Um, I said before we went on air that there's speculation that uh uh cody doesn't show up at mania that he instead shows up at the raw after mania which which to be fair historically speaking the raw after mania has been where a lot of the big surprises have shown up right uh yeah and we've kind of said it before they don't need big surprises to sell a mania they need big surprises to sell the shows that aren't called wrestlemania um so I sorta of get that. Um uh, the 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 speculation has been it's also based on the fact that a certain Shane McMahon is expected to be in uh town for WrestleMania weekend. And uh how WWE is that for Vince McMahon to say, I told you you'd have to wait out there for my hand picked opponent at WrestleMania. So here he is. My son Shane McMahon. Then we Uh,
1: get a coast to coast on Seth and Seth still wins with the stomp.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that would one hundred percent, unfortunately, be a babyface thing for for Seth to do, though. And since he's trying to still be heel, I don't know. I think big match John. Big Match John would be a big deal um, if they could do it. Uh, um, I I still I, I said this the other day, what they really should have done is have this be the John Cena moment, moment from WrestleMania a few years ago, where Seth is just waiting in the crowd. Yeah. He doesn't have a match. He's just out in the crowd. Every time partner. somebody comes out for a vignette, he's like, This is my match. Is this top fence And then the security's no, like, no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're there. To, they're there to talk to. Um, and then you have a surprise someone like like Cody show up and be like, I'm here to challenge, and Seth be like, Oh, it's gonna be me, it's gonna be me. Him be like, Seamus.
1: I like that. I think, I think the other one that would work really, really well. End of the Stone Cold promo. It gets heated. Gets heated between KO and Stone Cold. And Stone Cold says, well, I'm not cleared to wrestle. But I can give you this. You will have a match tonight. And it's going to be right now. And then he stuns him out of the ring grabs the mic says and it's against your best friend says rollins and Seth jumps the fence right there and he comes in and now we got ko versus seth right then and there boom ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. or or the same thing um it's gonna be uh not against me because i'm not cleared stun him it's gonna be against your best friend the sports entertainer chris jericho Dun-dun-dun! Well, I mean... And, and then Seth's still sitting out there going, what? And then maybe he jumps in to defend KO, and it becomes Chris Jericho versus... So, it's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. That one won't happen. That no. will not happen. Mine, but mine's it, a lot more likely. It, it, it would be a ton of fun and play off of the Your Best Friend thing. That's yeah. That's... Really that's just a
1: little bit fun well or, or your best friend
0: I think he's <laughs> referring to your your uh yeah I, I can
1: see that one I can I see, can that, see that happening uh, that I mean that's just just to throw a little swerve in I think that's the
0: the yeah, possibility s- swerves on aew oh yeah yeah that's right <laughs> Walter uh, Walter doesn't exist it's Gunther
1: Gunther, sorry. Gunther. Gunther.
0: No, it won't be Taker. No. I mean, I saw your post earlier and it would be funny, but it's not going to be Taker. No. They're going to give Taker at least a, a few years of retired before they bring Brought him,
1: him out again to have him. <laughs> please are you still able to pick somebody up for tombstone bud yeah
0: oh they, they don't worry that much about it they don't they don't ask Goldberg if he can still jackhammer anyone nearly killed people three times yeah you, you'll do it maybe it's Goldberg could be bring Goldberg. That up
1: he's got three matches a year
0: it could be Goldberg there's really no one, one no specific saying it's not so let's go ahead. Let's actually talk about WrestleMania because we we're already talking about it, right? We're we're gonna go. This isn't gonna be a full on predictions thing, uh, because we really don't do those. Um, but here are the cards for uh, Saturday night and then Sunday night, right? Currently, um, and things can change. They still have SmackDown, uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean SmackDown. Bianca
1: Bear, Belair
0: is suddenly healthy again. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yep. But they, what will these, Becky's haircut be? That's what I'm interested to see. Uh, now, now, here's what I'm really said. interested to see: Are they going to end up making it a hair versus uh, title challenge? Um, no, no, because Bianca's already in the title shot.
1: So no,
0: but hair versus title. If if Bianca wins, she gets the title. If Becky wins, she retains the title, but then also gets to cut Belair's. Uh, I could see them doing that now, with this suddenly Im- implementing this hair thing. Um, it also, to me, if they do announce that, it makes... Uh... Wow! Yes. Too soon. Um, um, so, uh, that's, that's JLB in Quebec, Canada. Will, if you're listening.
1: Um... <laughs> also, my ex-wife used to talk shit about Jada all the fucking time.
0: Yeah, uh, Will, if you're listening, uh, D. A. Fabe's ex-wife, that's Nebraska. You can come there, Mrs. Fabe.
1: Yes, she has she has yet to remarry.
0: Um, but so so here's the deal: if they were to announce, they say on SmackDown on uh, uh, if if they announce on SmackDown that it's gonna be a hair versus title match. It makes me 100% certain that uh, uh, Bianca Belair is going to win because they're they're not going to cut her hair. Not at this point. Right. Uh, by, by the way, uh, JLB, uh, I believe Chris Jericho owns the trademark for GFY. So um, uh, you owe him some money. Get
1: fancy yellow.
0: Yes, exactly. So here are the matches that are currently on the card for WrestleMania Saturday. Uh, in no particular order, because we don't know what where it's going to be where, but... Uh, they don't know. Not until an hour before the show, probably. <clears throat> Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Seth Rollins versus Question Mark. Mysterios versus Logan Paul and The Miz. Ugh. Ridge Holland and Sheamus versus The New Day. Uh... Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura um, for the SmackDown tag team titles. Women's Raw title, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. And women's SmackDown title, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. So, what do you predict will be Match of the Night?
1: Match of the Night prediction of those matches Seth and whomever. Followed by Becky and Bianca. I I just I don't none of those scream great matches to me. No, uh, Uso's Shinsuke and Boogs. Boogs. Um, if that was if that was uh, Cesaro or someone else in the Boogs position, I'd have a lot more confidence in that match. Yeah,
0: Bo- Boogs is entertaining as fuck, but he's still very green. Yeah, in uh, a
1: match, he, he he can deliver a
0: finisher. That's about yeah. it. Um I'm I'm not looking forward to Charlotte versus Ronda. Nope. Uh the Mysterios versus Miz and
1: Logan Paul will not be a match of the night. No. We might see our second straight WrestleMania with a surprisingly good move done by a uh non non professional wrestler.
0: Yeah, I don't have that much faith in Logan Paul.
1: I I mean it, it's it's probably not going to be a sunset, uh, 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 yeah.
0: Driver, yeah. It'll be a sunset flip, and it'll yeah. be sloppy. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin is going to be a solid match.
1: Yes, and it could be very very good. I just don't have confidence in WWE's ability to book that. Yeah. Um, if we'd gotten I... Happy Corbin as Lone Wolf, or even as Constable Corbin um and drew on his scottish psychopath run mm-hmm. yeah. that would have been a
0: hell. Of a frankly and I, i'm gonna say this uh corbin was way more fun when he was down and out corbin when, when press he was corbin
1: i didn't enjoy it i corbin.
0: i i enjoyed i enjoyed it from this standpoint every every show every episode was him trying to find his way out of the hole you know, trying to bet someone some money to that you you know or or get you know just a measly ten thousand um, dollars. <laughs> just need uh, ten thousand. Well, then he wins two million, and that's the end of
1: the world. Like, yeah, everything's suddenly, fixed oh, forever. Everything's fixed. Um, like it, so. it,
0: was, it was, it
1: was, two million. man. yeah, man. It's
0: like, I, I, I think the best match of the night might be a B minus match. Um. Could, I mean? It could be an A plus, like I. Depending on who the the opponent for Seth Rollins, yeah. Um, I even,
1: think Bianca and and Becky can put on an A match.
0: I think they can. I think that it's likely going to be a B minus or a B B match. Oh, I think right, they're going to invest
1: more. I think WWE is going to invest more in the Ronda Charlotte match,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: think that's why it'll. That's why. Okay. Um, they'll want them they'll want Bianca and Becky to not outshine Ronda Charlotte.
0: And, and now we move to Sunday. And and here's the deal. In fairness, in fairness, um, if you're gonna be doing a two night WrestleMania, night two should be the showcase night. I'll and, agree. And will hands
1: down have a better the best <laughs> championship match.
0: Um and so night two, Sunday night, the current matches on the card. Pat Maff- McAfee versus Austin Theory. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Sami Zayn versus match. Johnny Knoxville. That'll RK Bro versus match. Street Profits versus Alpha Academy.
1: That'll be a good match.
0: Uh, Carmella and Queen Zelina versus Natalya and Shayna Baszler versus Naomi and Sasha versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. AJ so here's, Styles here's versus the question, Edge.
1: Before you go any further, here's the question about that match, that four-way, four-way women's tag can Rhea, Shayna, and Sasha carry that match? Because if they can carry that match, then that's a good match.
0: Um, you know, I think Zelina is up there. Uh, I I think the problem with Zelina, especially in this situation, Rhea Ripley's a very tall woman, right? Yeah, yeah. we're not
1: going to get a poison rod out of that.
0: Yeah, and, and is very small. Um, Carmella's bigger, but not as good in the ring as Zelina is. Um to be perfectly honest, Natalia and Shayna Baszler, as boring as Natalia is, might actually be the best team. She's a good hand. Because she N- Natalia is very ca- capable in the ring, and Shayna is fucking scary. Um so um uh,
1: And I'm not this isn't discounting Liv Morgan. No. Uh it's just at the end of the day, the three big stars will have to carry that match. And and Sasha versus Sheena is really what has to carry it.
0: but um anyways, AJ Styles versus edge that's probably and, match of the night. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman reigns in the unification winner take all match. that's the uh, only
1: one that will challenge for that match
0: of the night um i I think the the RK bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy could be' It'll be a great match surprising uh, match you know under underdog match of the night potential
1: underhype potential yeah
0: mm-hmm. um i here's the deal
1: brock and roman can both be the over-hype of the night and best match of the night can be both
0: mm-hmm. um i think bobby lashley versus omos is this is them booking themselves into horrible. a corner they booked themselves into a corner with this because how, how do you have that match finish in in a way that doesn't make one of them look bad right um uh, bobby lashley was just recently your world title holder right uh
1: he loses to omos he's losing to an up-and-comer
0: yes uh so you really can't have him lose but you omos have omos. The
1: indestructible force
0: yeah lose it he loses his indestructible force aura um the only way would be if you have aj styles come out and somehow out help bobby lashley win uh, but that doesn't work for Bobby Lashley's character. It doesn't really work for AJ Styles' character currently. So, what do you do? You you booked yourself into a corner where you're going to have a bad outcome of that match one way or another. Um, under hype of the night very easily could be Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. That could, could be, be the surprising match of the night.
1: McAfee was surprisingly great mm-hmm. against, against uh, Adam Cole Bay.
0: Yes. And yes, that's Adam Cole who's able to pull a good match out of almost anyone, but McAfee... Austin Theory's a good good. hand.
1: More than a good hand.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But. He's irritating,
1: and I don't like his character, but he's more than a good hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not particularly a fan of his character either. It's, uh... What I don't like... I don't like him being brought up and it just being ignoring the fact that he was very recently in NXT in a very prominent storyline where Johnny Gargano's bitch. Yeah, where he played kind of the bumbling dumb guy in Johnny Gargano's family. Um, And uh, then Gargano left and that whole storyline just kind of got dropped. Like, have we even seen Dexter Loomis?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Sense, like he interfered in, in the Hartwell's match recently from the outside, didn't actually do anything. Just showed up and scary as fuck. I would like, I would love to see. Now this is a surprising feud. I'd love to see current Dexter Loomis
0: versus. Looks like he letter. just lost to Tony D'Angelo a week ago.
1: I would love to see current Dexter Lewis character versus current Brock Lesnar's character.
0: And then the week, or a few weeks prior, back in January, he lost to Grayson Waller.
1: Yeah. They're burying him. You did too good with this character. You're fucked.
0: In fact, he's only been seen on... NXT TV twice this year, in terms of matches, he might have been seen seen, but on January 18th he lost to Grayson Waller, and on uh, uh, March 22nd he lost to Tony D'Angelo. Um, and since since NXT 468 when he teamed with Indy Hartwell versus Jesse Kamea and Robert Stone um, in September, he's only had six matches and he's lost four of them. So stupid. Any So,
1: I think there's some good surprising matches available.
0: Yep. I the thing is um not knowing who Seth's opponent is uh makes it hard to predict how that match is going to. But outside of that match there's only one or two matches on all on both nights that I think could be an A match. Could. Be. I
1: I am disappointed that we won't get a high quality Cinematic match. This
0: WrestleMania, I, uh, I, I, kind of said this before. I think the era of cinematic matches in WWE is over. You think it was uh, a very temporary thing? Huh? I, I think it was a exclusively in a uh, crowdless environment that they did it. And once they had crowds back, Vince McMahon isn't going to waste time on a cinematic match where the crowds can't be involved um for him it's a waste of money in his mind yeah and because the crowd is part of of the show to him and you know a cinematic match doesn't get those those aerial views of the arena with 80,000 people, 120,000 people, 300,000 people true
1: There won't be 120,000 people
0: at WrestleMania this year. They'll say there are.
1: (laughs) The largest attendance ever at a WWE event. 14.3 million people here.
0: (laughs) The millions and millions of (coughs) The Rocks fans in attendance. The WrestleMania with 18.6 billion people in attendance. Wait, wait, uh. Vince, we can't <laughs> say that. Why can't we? Because there's not even eight billion people on the planet.
1: Fuck no that. one will know. They're wrestlers. They won't know. <laughs> Golly, I could actually see Vince doing something like that. So, all right. So, is this where we go down, go around in a circle?
0: in a cycle. Give me just one second here. Cuz I was going to do something and Yeah. So there. So So the official listed capacity for AT&T Stadium is uh, eighty thousand people, but can recon- be reconfigured to hold a hundred thousand seats. The uh, record attendance was in two thousand nine, one hundred and five. Thousand one hundred and twenty-one people at what? For um, what? at a football, oh wait, nope nope. at a basketball game, there was 108,713 people in 2010 at a basketball game, and Wrestlemania 32 was there and had 101,763 people according to this so there's no way that Vince McMahon announces a figure less than 102,000 people Doesn't uh, matter more, if they're
1: more than theirs, yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter if there actually are hundred and two thousand people. There. No, that that shit doesn't fucking really matter. Yeah, Vince McMahon don't care about that shit, but he's not Truth. going to announce less than hundred and two thousand people. Um, one way or another, that's my prediction that they're gonna say. Um. I I think they're probably going to go somewhere in that hundred and five thousand range, and and my thoughts are, beat the basketball game by two, uh, beat beat the football game by a bit, but but if you if you can hold it back behind the basketball game, then it doesn't have to stand up to scrutiny, because it doesn't officially make the claim that it was the highest attendance there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so then the basketball game can still be the highest attendance, uh, but because you know they they're just not going to look into it. That's my thought process. In terms of actual attendance, mm, ninety thousand. Yeah, it could break
1: ninety pretty easily.
0: Ninety thousand, maybe ninety five. That's what I think. So let's play a game of pick or pass this will be a shorter episode all in all let's, let's do about 10 15 minutes on this though uh, okay. pick or pass um you know i think we spent a fair amount of time talking about him so i'm going to start with triple h and i'm going to say triple h or Ah, uh, we spent some time talking about him too. Cody, Triple H or Cody Rhodes? Pick path. pass? Uh, I'll take Cody. Looks like his Triple H's career is literally over. Yeah, we'll we'll allow his career to continue for this game.
1: Okay. Uh, still Cody. Cody. Um, so you get Triple H or cm punk
0: punk but only because punk has i think a better balance of actual in game in ring skill and storytelling uh Hmm. triple h or his buddy hbk
1: i'll take hbk um, I was a fan even when he was a backstage politician douchebag. So, Triple H or Cactus Jack, specifically Cactus Jack.
0: That's what I was gonna say. As long as it's specifically Cactus Jack, I think we we get Triple H taken this time. Um, if it was Mick Foley as a whole, stuff goes different, different yep. story potentially. But so, uh, Cactus Jack. Oh, this will be, be fun. I
1: I know where you're going with this, and he gives great speeches. I'm excited for his WrestleMania speech.
0: <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna do that. Oh, you weren't gonna do that?
1: Okay. <laughs> no. I was
0: gonna do specifically Cactus Jack, or specifically Dude Love.
1: Oh, I'd Cactus Jack. Dude Love, or Simon Dean. Dude Love. I only did that because Dude Love was pretty short-lived. Simon Dean. Simon Dean could have been a good character.
0: See, and I, I, w- I was hoping you would do Dude Love versus Mankind and we could just get all the faces of Foley done. But... Fine! Dude nope, Love versus Nope, nope, mankind. nope, too late, okay. too late, too late, too late. You did it. You did it. So uh uh Simon Dean or Matt Stryker
1: Simon Dean longer lived Matt Stryker or specifically um, Kane Pac era Kane Kane and Xbox is a tag team Hurricane. Kane. Okay. Now if you want to add, wait,
0: you took Kane? I Holy took cow. Kane. Yeah. Wow. But but not, not enthusiastically, but I did. Okay. Uh Matt Stryker. Or Isaac Yankum No.
1: <laughs> what that Glenn Jacobs Isaac Yankum, and then you just have Glenn Jacobs and then you're back to Kane and yeah you we you can bring we can bring
0: yeah. Matt Stryker or specifically just Mr. Kennedy
1: Kennedy. Oh, so I don't don't get Ken Anderson.
0: You do not get Ken Anderson, no.
1: I still think Mr. Kennedy. Matt Stryker or specifically Stardust? Riker and now all Cody Rhodes characters are opened up with Stardust for you <laughs> wait but you said yeah well you said specifically current Cody early at the beginning so you have yeah. to eliminate current Cody
0: yes can't be current Cody
1: but you can do Dashing Cody Rhodes if you want
0: Uh... All Cody's except for current. Okay. <laughs> um, or, let me try and to, to elevate a bit. So all yeah. we lose is American Nightmare. Okay. Yeah, all you lose is American Nightmare. Um, uh, or. Specifically prince debit i'm gonna take prince debit
1: <laughs> this is a tough call but yeah so all cody's except for american nightmare or mankind specifically mankind Cody's. I don't blame you there. That's a great mid-card play. He was a big piece to Legacy. He was an even bigger piece when he had his own faction. Okay, That's basically saying all WWE Cody's.
0: (coughs) What? Also would include uh, New Japan Cody. He was American Nightmare there. He was heel Cody in New (coughs) Japan.
1: Oh, he wasn't, he, he wasn't American Nightmare? You, it's what you... Some dude bought
0: me a sticker. Says that is incorrect. Said he was American Nightmare, but he wasn't current Cody. Because current Cody is face. And specifically face. Current Cody uh, okay. has a tattoo on his neck. And that New Japan Cody did not.
1: <laughs> neck tattoos make you a face.
0: Uh, they do not, but they in- indicate a different character. Okay. Right. Um, but so, specifically Mankind. mankind <laughs> specifically Mankind, or Joey Janella. Mankind.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Joey mankind. Janella. Mox, leaving Dean Ambrose available.
0: God, if it was almost anyone else, I might have taken Joey, but Mox.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm just making you figure out how to get us out of the out of the Joey Janilla slump. I can't figure that one out easily.
0: Well, that's that's why I thought if I put him against specifically just mankind. Joey Janela out-hardcores Mankind. So...
1: Mankind out... promos significantly Joey Janela, though. By more than Joey Janela out-hardcores out Mankind.
0: I know, I know, I know. I was just trying to do... It. Um... Joey Janella. Or... Tell you what, let's piss off some uh, GCW fans. Joey Janella or Nick fucking gage. Joey Janella. But get in the comments. <laughs> but I will
1: say that if it's in GCW or a hardcore environment, Nick Gage versus Soon to be WWE Hall of Famer, Vader. It's time! It's time! It's Vader time!
0: Vader. Yeah.
1: Even in the hardcore environment, Vader. Yeah. Dude ripped a guy's ear off by accident.
0: So, so now we got out of the Joey Janela hole But now we're in a Nick Gage hole Yeah um, God How do we get out of the Nick Gage hole? I have it
1: I have the way to out I really do Legitimately Okay So pick whatever you want Just don't make it so easy that I get rid of Nick Gage. Because if you do, then that's really bad.
0: Well, as long as we're pissing off GCW fans, Nick Gage or Mance Warner? Who's Mance Warner? He's the other GCW hardcore guy. well, I
1: want to keep I want to keep Nick Gage at play because I think it's the only way I'm gonna get this to happen. So I'll take Mance Warner. Effectively pissing off everybody in GCW. And I'm gonna give you Nick Gage or hardcore match in AEW, specifically the match with Chris Jericho. I know who won. Who would you rather have?
0: Specifically for hardcore? Yeah, that's Nick Gage. Yeah. Don't get me wrong.
1: i love me some Jericho currently. But hardcore isn't his isn't his parkour.
0: See I see always open up go Jer- with Nick Gage versus uh Jay Briscoe. And then we could have gotten to Jay Briscoe and versus Mark Briscoe and, and had fun there. But but, well, but okay. now we've we got, got you out. We've got uh, Chris sure. Jericho versus
1: That word specifically really works out well for this game to get out it of does. the holes we put ourselves
0: in. It does.
1: Mark that on your calendar, JLB. Specifically, specifically, on Tuesdays.
0: <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho versus his best friend Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens.
1: Right now? Career. Full career. You gotta take care of Jericho. You, you have to take Jericho there. Um, there are few wrestlers that are in the GOAT conversation that are currently wrestling. Um, and uh, I think I think maybe there's a couple in WWE, a couple in AEW, uh, and amongst those is Jericho. Uh, KO is not in a goat conversation right now. Great wrestler, though. Uh, but we're gonna take Chris Jericho, or we're gonna take take Chris Jericho, which means um, I've got Kevin Owens versus his real best friend, Seth Rollins. Seth. Hey, Seth Rollins is the only person that I can think of in WWE that you give a Seth versus question mark, <laughs> and we call it possible match of the night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Any other wrestler in WWE, including KO, um, that person versus question mark, you don't, you don't, you don't threaten a match of the night prediction. You just don't. Seth, you can you can solidly do that. And I don't like Seth. But he okay. can give us the match of the night. Oh, Finn Balor's the other one that you could
0: that. that with. And that's where There's I was two. about to go. There's Kevin two. Owens versus Finn Balor. Now keep in mind we already had Prince Devitt, so you don't get Devitt. You get exclusively Finn Balor. WWE Finn Balor. But I also
1: get the Prince then. Finn Balor. Yes,
0: but you do get pranks.
1: And I get the prinks. And pr- pr- <laughs> Fix Vince. <Dicks. laughs> fix Vince. Anyway. Um I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Finn Balor. Cause that also meant that I had the demon, demon king. And it also means that I just plain fucking get Finn Balor. hmm So, yeah. Okay, Kevin Owens versus his former best friend, Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Okay. We'll do one final round, and then we'll wrap things up. So, Sami Zayn or... We'll keep this Sammy's. Sammy Zayn or Sammy Guevara? I
1: thought you were going to say Callahan. I was like, nah. Man. Well, now it's deteriorated because neither of us really like Callahan. We just know that he's a good promo guy.
0: He's good in hardcore matches. Yeah, he's
1: all right in hardcore. Uh, I'm going to take Sammy because Sammy Guevara. Sammy
0: Guevara. <laughs> Um Give so, me the views. I want the views. So you got Sammy Zane. Sami
1: Zayn versus AJ Styles. Currently, AJ Styles post almost almost AJ Styles. The guy like all is time Sammy Zayn, but all time Sammy Zayn, not to be confused with El Generico.
0: Yeah, because they're separate people. I get yes, it. Yes, they are. Right. I can see why people get confused because they have very similar body styles, but they're totally different people.
1: Totally different people. One wears a mask. Yeah. And now runs an orphanage in Mexico.
0: Exactly. When was the last time you saw Sami Zayn on a mask? You haven't. That's what. Correct. Um, And uh, he doesn't run an orphanage. No, he doesn't. He runs a communist dictatorship. Have you seen his outfit? Yeah, exactly. He's from Cuba. <laughs> um, Sammy's A. yeah. So, so yeah, that was fun. That's fun, yes. Yeah, so, uh, this is and gonna be a fun end, week.
1: It didn't end so bad because we ended with AJ Styles being the odd man out, yes. We did have to say specifically post almost AJ Styles,
0: specifically.
1: Yes. Again, note (coughs) to JLB, you want to get out of a hole, pick a specifically poor time in somebody's career. Triple H, as specifically
0: um, Jean-Paul Levesque. Yeah, uh, Triple H, but specifically terrorizing. (laughs) Specifically. So, anyways, on that note, we're going to go ahead and start to wrap things up for uh, the Fantasy Booking Institute. It's a busy week, and we all need some sleep so that we're prepared for, um, you know, WrestleMania, SmackDown, WrestleMania Night 1, WrestleMania Night 2, WrestleMania, Backlash, Raw, um, not to mention AEW, and... uh, and if we R-O-H want and to watch Ring of Honor, impact. Rim, impact, yeah, there's a ton of shit this week. So whole lot of stuff to talk about and think about. So we're going to go ahead and get get off a little bit early on this. But you're going to get off. Yeah, buddy, I am. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, if you'd like to support us, you can support us by visiting our merch store. Link is in the doobly-doo, but it's rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. You can get yourself a Piss Ant podcast hat or a Sasha, Sasha Bear shirt or an autographed shirt like that behind me or the one that you saw earlier behind DA Fabe um, uh, to get signed. Uh, it's too late to get it for WrestleMania weekend, probably. Should have thought ahead.
1: Expedited shipping to Dallas. But-
0: but uh, but if you had thought ahead, it would have been great to take to all the meet and greets, and and uh, you probably would have had to go more than one though, because there's a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers yeah. down in, in Dallas, right? About
1: you, you, you would have to volunteer and maybe get tickets yeah. to one of the nights, yes, probably raw afterward,
0: yeah, possibly, but volunteer, but volunteer, not get paid, yeah,
1: yeah. and and work. 12,
0: 15-hour shifts. Yes, and and get a hat and a t-shirt. And, and a chance to win tickets. To Raw. To Raw. Not WrestleMania. But anyways, on that note, uh, you can follow us on the social medias. I'm on pretty much all of them. I'm not super active on TikTok and Twitter right now, just because of my job and all of that stuff, but I try to get more active occasionally. But at Raw in order WBU, you can follow DA Fabe at... DA Vincent K. Fab right there. And if you're interested in following JLB, all of his links are in the doobly-doos. There's a link tree for him, so you can follow that there. (laughs) He's frantically typing right now to put in a comment. Do this! JLB 420 uh, Real Talk Talk Radio Radio, is the brand. brand, Real Talk Radio 8 anchor.fm slash rtr um... But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book. Um, the did we League mention League? the Tatnasco Podcast Network? Uh, we did at the beginning, but you can make sure to check it out now. Go to the doobly-doos and click tatnasco.com. Check them out. Where I'm are still... here on Sunday or Saturday. Yep. Uh, still working out the exact details for getting them on here, uh, but that's the plan is for him to be on uh, for the WrestleMania recap show. So, um Yeah. Probably note, the night
1: one recap because he likes Sunday afternoons a lot.
0: Um, possibly. I, like I said, I, 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 we still don't know if we're doing two separate night recaps or just one big one. Because um, it's, it's a lot to do two nights. Yes, but it's also a lot to all do in one night. So I don't know. Anyways. Um, but yeah. But if you joined us for this, thanks for coming. Otherwise, if you're listening to this later or watching it later, thanks. But we'd love for you to join us for the live show. Uh, But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.